Hey y'all, welcome to Dear Dairy the Podcast, a space I created for us to heal, feel, laugh, and grow together. I want this to be a safe space to figure out this thing called life together. So join me on this journey. Your host, Daria Grace. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Dear Dairy the Podcast. I'm your host, Daria Grice. And if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. So I just celebrated my 25th birthday and I had so much fun. Like I will never, ever, ever work on my birthday ever again. Like this Friday, I mean, last Friday when I, on my birthday, I didn't work and I had a spa day. When I tell you it was perfect, I literally could have stayed there all day. It was a very nice experience. It was my first time at a spa. It is a Korean spa and it is called Spa World. And 10 out of 10, it was a really an experience that I think everyone should experience if you're into that kind of thing. And I, you know, I went to the spa, got me a deep tissue massage. And the lady was like, you are very tense. Like, but I can tell by the knots that you really are tense. You need to get some deep tissue massages more often, like every two months or so. So that's going to be something that I really want to do. Ultimately, I want to go there every at least month or two months just to go. It was nice to just go bring my book, read my book, just literally unplug. And you can stay there as long as you want to. They have a lot for you to do, like a lot for you to do. And what I liked about it is because I decided I'm going to go by myself. Like I never really, you know, go to things like that by myself and I wanted to experience it on my own and I loved every minute of it. Afterwards, I took myself out to lunch. I got a few of my birthday freebies and then I got home, got dressed and ready for dinner later on that night. And it was just a perfect day. Like I I will never work again, period. The next day, Saturday, I had a brunch with my friends and we did a, I did a tea party theme. Everybody dressed up. It was really nice. I definitely want to go back again and you know, experience it again, but that was nice. And then that night, I got messed up. Like, I don't know how many shots I actually had because being that it was my birthday, free shots, free shots, free shots, I was mixing liquors and that's not something you should do if you didn't know that, but it was super fun. It's not something I do often anymore. And for me to only have drunk one time in January, I was like, I'm going to turn up on my birthday. And I turned up. So the next day I woke up feeling like crap and I had to still go out to eat with my um, family the next day, but I made it. I made it. It was just a super fun experience. I did karaoke. I don't know. I could talk about it forever and ever and ever because it, it really was a, it really was a, a great 25th birthday and I wouldn't change anything. It was, it was, it was fun. So with that being said, you know, y'all know this is going to be part two of 20 things I've learned by 25. So I hope y'all enjoyed the first part and let's go ahead and jump into the second part. Okay, so for those who don't know, the Mimi Me is where I share my favorite song, audiobook, something I'm listening to for the week. Then I share a quote, affirmation, and then I go ahead and share something that I'm focusing on for the week. So the song is Should've Wore a Bonnet. <laughs> That song is so funny by Brent Fias in 21. Should've wore a bonnet. Run it from me. Run it. Yeah. I'm still learning the words, but that song is funny. And I like it. It's just a, it's really a vibe. And I'm supposed to go to dance class tomorrow. So that's the song that we're dancing to. So I'm excited. I've literally not been to dance class in 
three months because of my car accident. And I just don't want to drive my old car. So right now I'm driving my old vehicle. Her name is Gracie and she's getting me by. She's doing what she has to do, but I don't want to push her too far. So I haven't been trying to drive all over Houston to go to dance class and do extra things. So I said tomorrow enough is enough because I need to go. Like I just, dancing makes me feel so good. So to not being able to go and not go, it just kind of sucks. So just a little tangent. But the quote of the week is, do more things that make you forget to check your phone. And I am addicted to my phone. Let's be honest here. I'm addicted. I sit there and scroll on TikTok and then I'm like, oh, where did the time go? And I'm like, girl, you could have been doing X, Y, Z. And then you mad that you didn't get it done. So I have to get off the phone. Ugh. And it's crazy because I actually have things that I can do. There's plenty of things and I'm still deciding to scroll. I don't know what's going to take for me to get out of this little rut with this phone, but y'all help pray. And lastly, the focus, I'm giving y'all a little update. So I am not doing the 75 soft or whatever challenge anymore because after speaking with my therapist, she said that she doesn't think it's healthy for me to be so strict on a workout schedule when y'all know I have an eating disorder and body dysmorphia and it just causes more stress. It honestly just causes more stress to be in a challenge to where, you know, it may cause me to feel guilt or shame when I miss a day. She was just like, girl, just stick to the four times a week and, you know, give yourself grace. And right now it's not a time to do a challenge. So she was like, I didn't say don't make healthy habits, routines and things like that. But as for the workout part, you should maybe not do that. And so I'm still going to, I'm still doing aspects of this, of this, the challenge, but ultimately it's me creating a routine. Once I create a day and a nighttime routine, that's basically what it just causes you to do. So I don't know. I just really trying to find out, you know, what ticks, what helps me in the nighttime, especially, you know, maybe reading my book or something like that. So I can get off my phone, but that was some me, me, me. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Let's just go ahead and dive right into it. Oh my gosh, I forgot to shout out this. Like, okay, so Andrea got me a podcast stand for my mic. And this is literally a game changer. I can like literally sit back on the couch and just talk. Like, I love it. And you'll get to see it in a few videos, but I'm super excited about it. <laughs> but anyways, number 13, heal your relationship with money and spending learn financial literacy early. If I could go back and change my financial habits or at least kind of learn something earlier on, I think it would be a big difference on how I spend now and even how my finances look now. Because right now, if we're going to be honest, it's not the best because I have to learn all this my, on my own. Like I didn't have anyone to teach me financial literacy and, oh, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And that's okay because, you know, I'm still, I still have time. I'm still young. There's no time limit on learning new things. But if I could go back, I would literally tell my younger self, hey girl, you need to learn this. You need to learn how to save because the amount of money I've blown off, which I don't regret any of that because I'm here for, you know, a good time. But I would have did it in a different way. So I think being smarter with spending and that's just something I've learned now that, you know, hey, watch those videos. There's a million videos on YouTube. There's so much that you can do that can really help you with your finances. 
And honestly, I can't remember if I talked about that and said this one on the last episode, but here I am saying it again because that one is really big. You really need to learn what you have to learn to get your finances to where you need it to be. Because I personally, you know, it gets kind of scary when people talk about their Roth RA and 401k and high yield savings accounts and, oh, you need to start investing and then you need to be doing this with this money and it becomes very overwhelming. So I'm telling myself to breathe, relax, and just, it's okay, learn what you need to learn, but I'm not trying to just like overwhelm myself. So that's why I kind of wish I would have started a little bit earlier because now I feel like everything's being thrown at me and I kind of need to learn what to do. That makes sense. The next one is I'm always changing. I'm always evolving. I'm always growing. Like I'm always becoming a better me. I'm always shifting and changing and pivoting. And, you know, I don't expect anyone to say the same. Honestly, if you're saying the same, you're not grown. You're not. How are you the same throughout your whole life? Like, this is me. I ain't gonna never change. That's very a turnoff. And that's something that's not something I want to surround myself around because to me, Everyone is always changing. Everyone's always evolving. Everyone's always learning. And every day I learn something new about myself. Every day I find something out. And I'm like, oh, this is probably why I did this. Or when you're diving deep into yourself, into your, um, like, thinking about your childhood and you think, okay, maybe this is why I'm doing this. So I think that don't be afraid of it. It's very hard. Like, for me, sometimes it's very uncomfortable because you love and you cherish your past versions of yourself. But it's okay to kind of shift and change into something else. It doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. Just because you shift and change doesn't make it bad. You can literally shift and change a past version of your favorite self, like a past version of you that you love the most. Shift it and change it a little bit to who you are now. Don't. I guess for me it was hard because I used to, I used to look back and miss that person. But she's still you. You can still be her. But just make you know those necessary changes to be who you are now. If that makes sense. The next one is participate or try meditation and breath work. It's not something that I do every day. I can't sit in here and lie to you guys, but it is something that I want to be able to do every day. It's something that when I meditate, it brings me to such a level of calmness and zen and like present mindfulness. All those words are the same, but it really helps me, especially for someone who gets very overstimulated fast and I do have anxiety and so having those few times where I might feel like I'm getting a little overwhelmed and I just tell myself to breathe you're okay I literally have breathe tattooed on my body because I used to literally that word got me through so much breathe you're okay you're okay and I told myself that I will speak to myself out loud whatever it takes for me to get out of those little episodes where I feel overstimulated overwhelmed however you want to say it taking those time taking that time to breathe and be with myself and let my and let myself know that it is okay to feel how you're feeling but you're gonna get through it it's it's been it's been amazing so now that I I know I've always been into breath work or in my own way I'm really trying to dive into meditation and you know just try to find different ways to become more mindful and stay more present because you know how they say anxiety is when you're thinking too far ahead in the future depression is when you're thinking back too far in the past so i'm just trying to stay present i don't think this is one of them but i'm going to add on there journaling it's super hard for me to journal 
and I find my I find it easier for me to just have little conversations with myself. So I'm trying to learn to um, journal or record myself talking more, just because it helps me get whatever I'm thinking or kind of help me to I guess organize my thoughts. Okay, so the next one is I think this is number sixteen. You don't have to share everything. <laughs> learn to keep things to yourself. And this is coming from an overshare, <laughs> like I'm going to overshare. And it was very hard for me to, and it's still hard for me to not overshare because you feel like, hey, these are people I'm close with. These people, you know, they don't care. I can share. But sometimes I think that it's okay to not do it because sometimes after oversharing, I automatically feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And I kind of probably would have felt better if I would have kept to myself and journaled or even just kind of record myself talking. Most of the time, I just want to hear myself talk. So before I share this information with someone else, I need to do the other things like journal or record myself talking before I share these details and regret it. Because I'm an open book. It's so hard for me to, to just keep my mouth closed. So I'm working on it. I really am. Okay, so the next one is, it's okay to not know what you want to do. And I battle with myself a lot on this because you get to a certain age and people are, you know, starting their careers or they seem like they just know what they want and they're doing it. Me personally, I am working up the ladder in a career that I do not resonate with. It's something that I do not see myself doing so for the rest of my life. And so it's kind of hard for me because I still don't know what I want to do. I kind of know what boat I want to go in or, you know, what area. But ultimately what I'm doing right now, no. I also am trying to find a job that can align with me and align with my creativity at the same time as being, I guess, corporate or at a nine to five. Because I haven't decided yet if I wanted to go into entrepreneurship or have my own business or what, but I know there's a job out there that will allow me more freedom, will allow me to have a more, I guess, life of which I would want to live, however you want to say that. So it's okay to not know what you want to do and try new things. Again, I'm trying I'm trying to pivot and try new things while, you know, I am in my 20s. Not saying you can't do so when you're older, but I this is the time to do it. So I need to kind of jump and do it. So I'm trying to just figure out what my next move is. Number 18 is some conversations cause for comfort and some cause for solution. It's okay to ask whoever you're speaking to which. So there's a thing that me and my boyfriend do. Um, we try to do it. Sometimes we don't because we both like to talk. But if there's, let's say I come to him with a, you know, hey, babe, I'm not feeling, I feel this way about this. He'll ask me, Comfort or solution. And what that means is, do you just want comfort or solution? Nine times out of 10, when you tell somebody something and you vent, you don't want a solution. You don't want them to tell you something that you already know. You literally want them to just hug you, tell you it's okay, and move on. So I really like that because nine times out of 10, I just want to hug. Just love on me. I don't really want you to tell me anything. Don't tell me your solution because that's not what I want. So I want to start adding that to my friendships as well. Do you want comfort or a solution? Or do you just, you know, comfort can mean just a listening ear as well. So I learned that and it really does work because sometimes in being somebody who really likes to talk, you just, girl, you don't have to just listen to them. They're not even asking for your opinion. 
So you don't have to give it to them. Just be that ear, be that comfort unless they ask, hey, what is your take on this? What do you think I should do? That's just something I've been learning. Okay, so number 19, although we know that our parents and, you know, whoever raised us or, you know, anyone older than us in our family wants the best for us, they are not always right. Trust your gut. Just because someone is older doesn't make them right. Like, just because someone says, you know, you don't, like, this is your life. This is literally your life and you only get one life. So let's say you wanted to take some time to just travel. You know, you saved up, you put in that work and you tr- you saved up and your family's like, you don't need to do that. You, why you need to go over there with them people, blah, blah, blah. They are the ones who are going to regret when they're older. And I'm just giving an example because you just live and you learn. They're going to regret not living life when they were younger. So um, they probably do. So why not live life now? Why not do what you want to do? If you know that this job is not for you, but you think your family, but your family is pressuring you to keep it, what's going to make you happy? Even with like anxiety, I've noticed that my family, I I was babied a lot and I was kind of like held back a little bit with, you know, driving and things like that because they're scared for me or they were just super protective. And I always would say, used to say to myself or would say now is I regret them being so protective because I'm a scaredy cat. I'm scared of a lot of things. I was scared. I, I'm just getting better at driving without being scared of getting on the highway. Like I'm 25. There's a lot of things that, you know, if they would have just threw me in the water, I wouldn't have these fears. And just like when you ask them for an opinion on something that you already know the answer to, trust yourself and go with the, your gut. I'm not saying your parents are wrong. I'm just saying that trust your own self. And yes, some people do have a lot of words of wisdom, but again, take those words and then Think about what do you want? And if it aligns, do it. If it does not align, do what makes you happy. The next one is it's okay to be delusional, but also be self-aware. So, you know, like everybody's like, be delulu, da, 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 da. I definitely agree because some things I wouldn't have even accomplished or done if I wasn't a little bit delusional. But I think there's a balance in everything you do. I could want to have this, that, and the other, but I think you should also be self-aware. And this is not to say that you can't reach for the stars. No, my vision board is very delusional, but I also have to be self-aware. Like saying that I wanna buy a mansion this year, that's to me a lot, that's kind of too overboard. Not saying I'm not, I can't do it, but like I'm basically just trying to say you can be delusional, but be self-aware at the same time. Because there's some people who, for example, on TikTok, it was this lady who, drove her her and her kids from Florida to Texas to be a, an influencer, didn't have no followers, didn't have no money, and now in a homeless shelter. To me, that makes no sense. Why couldn't you have started your influencer journey in Florida? Then if it costs for a move once you're established and ready, you can do so. But no, you put yourself, not only yourself, but your kids in danger to be an influencer when you can be an influencer in Florida. So it it doesn't make sense to me. And that's why I mean, like, you can be delusional and want things, but also be self-aware. So the next one, and I believe we're on 21, travel. I think that traveling is so important. And I know what the state of our economy is super hard. And I haven't even done a lot of traveling myself. I'm trying to figure out how I can travel and experience some things without it costing an arm and a leg because I have some saving goals that I'm trying to do, but I'm also trying to live life. 
So one thing I'm super excited about, we do have a vacation plan for July and I'm getting my pass, we're getting our passports and everything, but like traveling while you're young and able bodied and, you know, can just get up and go. You don't mind not having kids right now. This is the time to do it. Not saying you cannot travel with kids, but in my mindset where I am right now, I don't have kids and I think this would be the best time for me to travel. So I'm just trying to figure out how I can get my foot in the door and just kind of just go. It definitely will have to be glamping a little, you know, I'm not staying in the tent in the wilderness, but I, I just want to experience life. Like I want to experience more than just Houston, Texas. I want to experience more than just Texas in general. Like I, I've been a few places and, but I want to do adventure. I don't want to really go somewhere just to go drink and bar hop. I'm trying to live life. Can we go in the rainforest? Can we go hiking in the woods? Like I want to be in a waterfall. So I want to do things like that. I want to kind of experience a little bit more. So that's really what on my bucket list. That's something that I want to do. And I just, again, haven't got to really get into it as much as I would like to get into it. But, you know, I'm 25. Things are starting to line up for me. So I really think that I will be able to travel a lot more in the future. So I'm excited. Number 23. You're not asking for too much. Someone will do it. And what I mean by that is nothing, I guess, I don't want to put it into an aspect of just relationships. But for example, you have a friend that, you know, is you're not connecting with on the level that you, in which you want to connect with. There's somebody else out there who loves exactly what you like to do. There's somebody out there who loves the things that you do, love the things, love your energy, and you don't have to change yourself for anyone. That goes for someone in a relationship. Don't settle for the bare minimum because there's somebody out there who will do that. I'm the most corniest, a romantic person. I just love, and Chris and me line up because we literally are corny for each other. It's funny, like we're just both like a romantic match, if that makes sense. So like there's someone out there, for example, if you want flowers and you brought that to your partner and you're like, hey, I like flowers. Cause I don't, I don't see a problem in selling someone something at least once. Like, hey, they didn't know you didn't like flowers or they didn't know you liked them. So tell them that, cool. But if you have to repeat yourself all the time and they can't get you flowers or can't do things that you like in your love language, maybe it's not the person for you. Because I don't think you have to kind of, I don't think you have to settle, especially in something as important as a relationship and being with someone forever. So if you're a romantic and you like dates and you like sitting in the park on a picnic, but your partner does not. I'm not saying you have to break up or anything, but like if you never get that, will you be satisfied? I said all of that to say that there is a perfect person for you friendship wise, perfect person for you boss wise, perfect person in general. Like you don't have to settle because they're out there. Your best friend, you're, you might you might not click with her right now or you might like, oh, well, I kind of want someone who's interested in things that you like to do. Go out there and be in groups. Go out there and put yourself in those positions because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put myself in places where people like to do what I like to do. People relate to what I like. The next one is go to therapy. I literally love my therapist right now. Like at first I was kind of nervous because, you know, she's the same age as my mom and, you know, but no, she's amazing. Like she's helped me a lot in so many things that I've been doing. She's really helping me and be picky. Like if you, I went through some therapists because I've always, I have the worst luck. I feel like with therapists, like 
I would get, a, I got a lady who several times, I felt like I was her therapist. I didn't even have to pay for that session because she was talking more to me. Or I had a therapist who was comparing her life. Like I would say something that say, I was saying something about my mom. Then she went to say something about her mom and basically say hers is worse. Girl, I don't care, not even to be rude, but this is not your session and I don't need to know your life. So be picky. I love my therapist right now and she's she's really helping me. Like, I don't know. I've never really felt like I felt this before and I really click with her and she just tells it like it is. Like, I just love that. Like, she's just so straight up and I love that. So if you're not into therapy, you know, there's several sites. I use Sonder Mind, but you know, Whatever could be best for you, even if you have to go to an on-campus one, you know, some jobs have therapists. I just feel like it's very beneficial. It kind of helps you to calm your thoughts. It helps you to categorize what you're thinking, how you're feeling. And, you know, I, I know that some people don't have insurance or, you know, it's not really easily accessible, but just, you know, I would even kind of I could help research if you really want to go to therapy, what you can do to go, because I really, truly feel like if you have the correct and you have the right therapist for you, it is very life changing. It really is. Okay, so this is the second to last one. So we're on 24. Speak what is on your mind. And what I mean by that is no one can read your mind and closed mouths do not get fed. Okay, so for example, you could be feeling this in your head. Oh, she doesn't like me. She doesn't want to talk to me or something's going on. You won't know that until you actually ask. Like she really could have just be going through something in her own life and just haven't been wanting to talk to you or talk to anyone. But we as people and humans, we like to put scenarios and make up stories in our head when all we could have did was just ask a question. They can't read your mind. We're not mind readers. So honestly, just say what's on your mind. Just say it because holding it in, duh, I mean, don't be rude. But I've been known for being blunt. But I feel like if you love me and you know me, I'm not being rude. I just want to say what I have to say. You know what I'm saying? But that's what all I have to say is people can't read your mind. Just say it, you know, and it'll help, it'll help you and, you know, stop you from having a lot of anxiety and a lot of worrying over things that you could just literally ask instead of making worst case scenarios in your head. So I think that's something I still work on, but I've gotten a lot better because Again, you really could be making yourself have a bad day for no reason. Like you thinking these people mad at you, you think these people talking shit or talking about you and ultimately they just want to have a quiet day. They don't even think about you. They're not worried about you. So, and lastly, nobody cares. Nobody cares about you. As people, as myself who feels like I'm a main character and you should feel like you're the main character in your own life. But again, no one's worried about you. No one cares about, you know, oh, I'm going to the gym. I don't want people looking at me. People not worried about you. And this is just saying nicely, like, do what you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. Wear whatever you want to wear. If you want to have pink hair, wear pink hair. Because ultimately, if somebody looking at you and saying, oh, why she got pink hair? Who cares? Because you ain't going to never see them again. And if you do, they're not really adding or taking away from your life. They're not adding or taking away from your life. So ultimately, just do it. Be you. Be unapologetically you. Be your authentic self. There's too many copy. There's too many copies of people. Like people just kind of want to be the same. People want to continue to just do what everybody else want to do. And it's kind of like, where are the authentic people being themselves, showing up, showing up as themselves, being 
you know, creating space, taking up space in this world, you know, in this life is already really hard. So like, just be you. And again, nobody cares. So just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. But yeah, <laughs> let's jump into the Dear Daria. Dear Diary, I'm super grateful for another trip around the sun. I'm super grateful to make it to 25. You know, there's so many things that have happened in my life to where it's kind of like, well, you're really 25 and you're living your life and things could be totally different, but I'm just super grateful for being where I am today, being where I am and just knowing that there's so much more life to live. I am super grateful for my family, super grateful for my friends, my boyfriend, just everyone who made my birthday special, made me feel special and made me have an amazing time. I'm ultimately just learning to just literally not care and just really show up as myself. Getting rid of that, getting rid of that fear of being perceived. You know, when I'm posting on my socials, Instagram is the most scariest because it's the most people that you actually know. And it's just kind of like telling yourself, who cares if they don't like it? They don't have to consume the content. They don't have to support you. They don't have to even look at it. They can follow you. It's kind of like, who cares and why does it matter? You know, I just feel like me being 25, I don't want to show up as anyone but myself. I don't want to fake it till I make it. I want to be Daria Grice. Like, I just want to be me. I want to just continue to live and, you know, Figure out what makes me me, figure out what makes me tick, just continue to fail and fail and try and, and succeed. I just I just want to continue to grow and evolve and just be me. So thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I just truly, truly, truly am grateful for you guys. I I truly enjoy doing this and I have so many things planned and I just the sky is the limit and I want to continue to create and show up I am working on consistency because this episode is not coming out on Tuesday and I really wanted it to come out on Tuesday but I'm blaming it on my birthday I am working on you know still batch creating and being ahead so I won't have any excuse and I I want everything to come out on time and I want everything to be consistent so I am working on that. I am also working on more content to post on the Dear Daria page because I want it to be, I want you to kind of see me. Like for those who don't know me, I want you to get to know me just by being on my page. So thank you guys for all the birthday wishes and just thank you so much. Just again, I can't say thank you enough. And I will see y'all next week. Bye.